This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with muck delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Attention BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer a Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account and click on the Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager is settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus. Bonus as well. Share the excitement and get a $50 bonus every time you refer a friend to BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable site credit. Site credit expires in 30 days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Didn't happen in 49, 61, 63, or 69 when they reached the final. But the class of 2021 have delivered. Leicester City are FA Cup winners at last and are history makers at Wembley. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch. Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! The Leicester Till I Die shop is now open. For all your Leicester Till I Die merchandise, visit the Leicester Till I Die shop at our website. They have blown their rivals away.
Leicester Till I Die TV. Your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. Right, Chris. All right there. All right at the back. Good evening. How the devil are we all? Um, it's Monday night. It's the opposition show. Apologies, we've had to start a little bit earlier because our guest today is um, in demand. He's got another show to go to straight after this one. Uh, I do actually believe it's uh, the Magic Circle because they said apparently they're very good at pulling rabbits out of the hat, but they didn't know how to pull victories out of the hat when you're not the better team. This is the opposition. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the main event of the evening. 60 minutes of football fun and banter with Chris and Lester Till I Die TV. Are you ready? Ready? Let's get ready to rumble. And we'll say good evening to um, Magic Circle Want to Be, Matt Cooper. Good evening, Matt. Hello, mate. I'm sure you're happier than we are at the moment. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. It's always it's always nice to start the week with with a with a win at the weekend. I always find that if we have had a bad result the weekend, Monday is that little bit tougher. But today I've got a little bit of a spring in my step. To be honest with you, I wouldn't know. <laughs> you would, you would. Yeah, it's been that long, you know. um, Thanks for coming on. Uh, first of all, I do owe you an apology uh, for inadvertently lose, using your logo the, uh, <laughs> the right, other week. It's all right. Um, you, you know, it's like you just Google things. You think, oh, that one looks really nice. Take it as a compliment, please. Yeah, no, honestly, <laughs> it's fine. I, I, we, had, we had a good laugh about it, so no worries at all. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, please do tell everybody, um, obviously, you're, you're a Wolves fan, where they can find you and see you on the internet yep so uh you can find me on twitter at m cooper writes that's writes as in written and of course uh my channel uh which is talking wolves a channel both my business partner dave dave has a party we set the channel up 2018 i think the promotion winning season and we've gone strength we've come strength to strength as wolves have kind of grown and progressed and become a regular in the premier league so as uh so as the channel so yeah that's at talking wolves across across every single social media platform. Yeah. Uh, if you just do a Google search, you'll recognise the logo. <laughs> like the logo. <laughs> <laughs> we did touch on it before, and, and after the season sort of we are having at, at Leicester and watching that game, and I think, you know, you, you, you kind of admitted it, that uh, in fairness, we, we would have probably deserved at least a draw out of that game. Yeah, I mean, on another day, you probably could have won it. Um, mm. But... I think in the the kind of looking at it from holistically over the past few seasons, whenever we played Leicester and lost, I'd probably say more often than not we've been the better team. Mm. Um, whereas Sunday, I think we rode our luck for for large parts of the game. I think we started the game well, and after that, it was it was almost one way traffic. Uh, and Leicester, you know, took the goal well, but there was other chances. Jose Sar was drawn into a, into a, making a few good saves, which he's done all season, mm. but. At the minute, it it, it it's great with Wolves because they've almost got that winning mentality and that never say die attitude and that grit and determination of all right, we're not having the best game, but two kind of moments of real magic has decided has decided the game. Yeah, I, I mean, you probably could have thought that you're going to get at least one goal. Whenever I do the score predictions, whilst I can never, you know, score, you know, go predict against Leicester, you know, predict a Leicester loss, and it's just not in your blood, is it? But 
I always have to say that the opposition will get at least one goal. That's always guaranteed with our defence this year. Have you been surprised at Leicester? How, you know, after the last couple of seasons? I, I, I think so. Um, I've, and, and this is probably just from with my Wolves hat on. Every time we've played, I feel like we've probably been better. So when we've been finishing above us, I've been like, don't really, I don't really get it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I... I mean, you, you've had you've had real real unlucky injuries with um, centre half going missing and, and and a few other players. But I really like Brendan Rodgers Rodgers as a coach. Mm. And if Bruno Large was to lose his job tomorrow, and Brendan Rodgers lost his, I'd happily take Brendan Rodgers. I think he's a magnificent coach. I, I, from what I understand, his job isn't under threat. Um, but I, I have been a little bit surprised with having Vardy out as well, who will always score goals, but he's got to be on the pitch to do so. So, yeah, I have been a little bit surprised, but it hasn't shocked me. No, it's interesting what you say there um, about Rodgers. Um, I mean, if we sort of look at what he's had to do this season, he's had to cope with, at some point, nine, almost ten defenders out injured at any one time. I mean, obviously not all 10 at the same time, but he hasn't been able to get a, you know, we don't know whether he's going to play three, four, five, whatever at the back, but I don't think he does. I think he goes in on on Friday morning and says, right, who's fit? Right, you know, yeah. right, you just go and sit down for the hour you know, because he doesn't want any more injuries. It has been bad, but there is a lot of unrest amongst the troops, shall we say, in regards to Brendan Rodgers. In fact, tomorrow night, anybody that's watching, we are doing on this channel, um, basically, Rodgers in or out. I'm getting on somebody that's a fervent Rodgers out um, channel. I mean, most of it is probably media talk. um, Mm. Because when you look, I don't think any manager buys themselves time. I mean, look at Ranieri. He was gone after winning us the, the, the bloody Premier League. But he, he does. I think the problem with Rogers is he doesn't come out and blame his injuries. He doesn't do that. So people are looking at excuses as to why we're playing badly. But but you would take him, you say? Yeah, I think I think he's a a, tr- a tremendous coach. Did wonders at Swansea. Went mm. to Celtic, and you know it's it's not an easy, it's not an easy task. But you know it's it, it's one you'd expect yeah. them to do what he did there with the players at his disposal, especially with Rangers dropping down the leagues. And the job he did at Liverpool, I think, and if you've got Luis Suarez, you're always going to have a chance. But yeah. they were, you know, if it wasn't for an absolute capitulation at Palace, they'd have, they'd have won the league and been the first Liverpool manager to win them a, a title in God knows how many years. So yeah, I think I think, I think, think he's very underrated. However, I don't think that makes him immune from criticism. I think no. some of his decisions this season for Leicester have been questionable. It seems like a man who is who he's feeling the pressure. Um yeah. But as you would, I mean, Leicester have been in the Champions League recently, they've even won the league. So there is that pressure there for them to go and, you know, perform against the best. You, you, mm-hmm. As a Leicester fan, you want to be top six, top seven, don't you? As a minimum, really. And well, yeah. Corey, carry on. And, and I think that's, it doesn't look like it's going to happen this season. But no. then you have to take into account, you know, the players that he's got to work with. Like Justin's yeah. been out. Fafan has been out. Uh, indeed, he was out for a spell, hasn't he? The players that he's brought in, maybe oh, the, not have done. I mean, I, I was a big fan of Bubakari Samar when he was at Lille. I thought he was a great player and he's coming yeah. and flattered to deceive, hasn't he? So it's a difficult one. It's almost a perfect yeah. storm for Leicester not to 
do well, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I think the problem is, and good evening to Spencer there. Like he says, uh, you know, Rogers is a great manager. Name another prem manager you could get two top five finishes and an FA Cup win. And I should put out Spencer an English Super Cup win. I mean, a lot of people do call it the Community Shield, but on this channel, because we won it, we call it the English Super Cup, which they do in Spain. So I, I don't have a problem with it. But I think with some fans, and I don't know if you find this with, with Wolves fans, is when you have a good season, you're expected to have another good season. You know, I mean, you talk to Arsenal fans, you know, last season, it was all Arteta out because it was the first time in so many years that they hadn't been in the Champions League and they felt that it was their God-given right to be in the Champions League. And I think that's the problem with Leicester fans. But for, for clubs like you and uh, Wolves and Leicester to do well, we almost like we need one of the so-called top clubs to actually struggle. To, to, to leave that gap for us to slot into. Yeah, and I, I've said this for years. If Even if you're standing still in the Premier League, you're going backwards. Because mm. there's the amount of money that's in the league and the amount of teams that are just improving every every window. And which yeah. has been a problem for Wolves, really. I mean, the first season we came up there, we had a fantastic window. We brought in the likes of Jimenez, Martinho, Patricio, Johnny. Mm. Um, I can't remember who I signed Jota permanently. Since then, we've not, We've not had a window where it's been it's been a success. As they've brought a lot of duds. The only kind of real shining light has been Pedro Neto, who's a bit of a hidden gem, really, um, and Daniel Pedence, who's really kicked on this season. But the the investment from the from the board hasn't been there. They spent thirty five million pound on an unproven Fabio Silva, who for me is it will be a good player. But Wolves are not in a position to go and spend thirty five million pound on a prospect when. Mm. We've got such a small squad that's crying out for reinforcements. That you could have gone and got yourself a season central midfielder with, with that money, and gone and, and gone and bought another striker who could have done what Fabio Silva's done. And it's not his fault; he's cost thirty-five million pounds. But um, it's a very strange transfer that one. But in terms of kicking on, I mean, it couldn't have got any worse last season. I was one of the first to say Nuno had to go, and got a lot, a lot of stick for it. But football's about cycles and he and he'd come to the end of his cycle he the, the passion wasn't there he's such a um such an emotional man and when you see that emotion in him just dwindle you know that time's up and bruno coming in as pretty much an unknown quantity really doing really well yeah. in portugal with benfica for one season and the man is a genius the man is an absolute <laughs> genius <laughs> i mean i'm not going to say because at the start of the season, when you do all your predictions and what mm -hmm. you know where teams are going to finish, I I actually had you down for not getting relegated, but you know being in the in the scrap uh, with Nuno going. Uh, I thought you you were, it was a perfect fit for you. Um, surprised how uh, large is it? Large or large? I can never know how you pronounce in, in it. Portugal, it would be pronounced Brunelage. So large. But in England, it's Bruno Large. <laughs> Large, right? Okay, I don't, I don't upset the guy. But oh, no, he's, he's, he's like come he in, and it's almost been like a seamless swap over. But I mean, why, why did you feel Bruno had to go? Help that Nuno. Oh, had sorry, to Nuno go. had to go. Um, sorry. The the style of play was turgid, very defensive, very compact, handbrake football. That we got players such as as Ruben Neves and Joao Martinho who. This season have been unbelievable. Even Nelson Semedo, who mm. under Nuno, the handbrake was on. It was very, it's not even pragmatic because it wasn't even getting results. 
and there was two. I mean, we lost four nil at home to Burnley. It, it was shocking. The football I could have, you know, I followed Wolves all my life, home and away, season ticket holder. Last season, if I wasn't doing the channel, I would not have watched because it yeah. was that bad. It was horrendous. We were the worst team to watch in the league, period. Um, so he had to go, and I'm so glad that the board made the decision because look at the time, it wasn't a popular decision at all. Yeah. Fans still idolise the man, and you know what, rightly so, he did wonders for us, but I think it, it shows that despite the stick that the board get, they know what they're doing. They know what they're yeah. doing when it comes to football. You, you can't, as fans, we are very fickle. I mean, I think if you look on yeah. football fans up in the dictionary, next to it, it says fickle. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this time last year, Rodgers was being linked with Man United and Spurs and even Barcelona. This year, it's like, God, he's not, he's not, he can go, let him go. It's amazing yeah. how quickly things, things change. Um, but going, going to the match, I mean, did you feel confident going into this match? Let's say, looking at the form we were on, knowing, you know, we can't keep it. In fact, the first clean sheet, you know, well, one of only two league clean sheets we had was against you in the first game at our place. And I think if you'd had your shooting boots on in that game, you, you could have got something from that. Yeah, if I'm a trailer, I could hit the net, yeah. The yeah. same old story. Uh, yeah, I was confident, truth be told. Mm. I'd said on yeah. our podcast... I mean, this this month we've had Arsenal at home, we've had Spurs away, we've played you at home, we've now got Arsenal away and uh, West Ham away. Five huge games in terms of Europe. And yeah. this is the game that we all kind of earmarked as the easiest one out of those five. Um, I get that, yeah. Yeah, because, like I said, every time we played you, I feel like, you know, it's either been a close game or, or we've been better. Um, and the run of form that you're on, the injuries, the the lack of kind of stability, and you know you play a back five. Sometimes you play a back four. With a defence, you've got to you've got to stick to your guns. Yeah. You need that familiarity, and it hasn't been there. And with our attacking players, I felt like they were there to be got at. But uh, it was a lot closer game than I thought it would be. I, I thought we'd we'd have ran out comfortable winners, but mm. on another day you could have beat us. Yeah, uh, and I think that for us, that what as much as we can expect at the moment. You know, I think, I know we've still got a fair few games to go, but I think we're looking at mid-table finish and hopefully going as far as we can in the in the Europa Conference. Um, because sometimes I think you've just got to say, this isn't going to be our season. You know, mm -hmm. and we, we, we it's been like that, I said, because we've had all these injuries. But um, I didn't predict, I predicted a draw, because like I said, I can never predict a loss to another team. I predicted a 2-2. No, no. That was that. I was like, come on, Leslie, you can get that other goal for. I need the points. Um, but I don't, I have this sort of thing about Wolves. That I, I'm a lot older than you, and I can remember Mark McGee walking out yeah. on us to go to Wolves, which is quite funny. And this, again, is another typical fan, because we actually poached Mark McGee from Reading, and that was fine. But you poached Mark McGee from us, and that wasn't fine. <laughs> and, uh, and the other thing was, of course, that you let us have Ryan Bennett for a season. And uh, That's a weird, weird transfer. That really weird. That was that was very weird. You know, I think we'd have been better off with his brother Gordon. But <laughs> uh, you know, um, 
Well, I've said that. I've said that. I'd have taken him this season, definitely. You needed him this uh, season as well. <laughs> yeah. But you two two great goals from yourselves. I mean, you know, Neves and po, was it po, like again, I would pronounce Podence, it Podence, yeah, Podence, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, in that second half, uh, I mean, we were lucky, I think, to go in. Although we we, we deserved the play, deserved the, the draw at that point. It was a bit of a scrappy goal that we got. No, I mean, it was I mean, a well worked goal. Great vision yeah. from Tillemans, who's a I know he's probably going to struggle yeah. to keep hold of him, but a very good player. Yeah, good. Oh, we won't. I don't think we will keep hold of him no. come the summer. We've kind of resigned for him to go. But the, you know, it, it was it was a case of whoever it hit. It was you know it could end up in the thing. But coming out in the second half, we were like another team. It was like for 25, 30 minutes, we were all over you. And again, that's typical Leicester not taking the chances. But you came up with another long range shot. Um, and I don't get it. Defenders these days, I know they hold their hands in because they don't want to handball it, but they've started turning the back on the ball, and that really does annoy me. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't help, does it? Because you can't see where the danger's coming from. No. Um, but I, I think that what what and this is another example of Bruno being really tactically astute. Is it was one one, and the second half it was a similar story to the the most of the first half. Leicester were were in the game, the better team. Mm-hmm. And really overloading us in the wide areas because we set up with a 3 5 2 initially. Then he brought Huang on for Matinho, and that kind of nullified the threat of your, your wide men. Mm. And I think since, since he brought him on, I think we scored about five or six minutes later, and the game was a lot more closer then. So that's mm. probably Bruno saying, Look, I've, I've got it wrong. Um, we're getting overloaded in the wide areas. We'll change that, and we'll take the game to Leicester, and that's what that's what we did. And the Neves goal is a great finish, a really controlled finish. But the the Pedence one is just a it, it's just a, it is a great goal. And I'm not sure why Schmeichel was moaning about the offside. I think he's clutching at straws a bit there. But yeah, yeah, yeah Pedence has yeah, been I'll really good this season. I'll give you that. I mean, I, I mean, I I just don't understand the love. Like, Offsides and handballs in the air and anything these days. I just want to say, well, yeah, let's just go with it. <laughs> it is what it is, you know. Yeah. Um, but it, oh, I forgot what I was going to say now. Wolves yourselves. I mean, I can say, apart from the fact that I don't like, I, I love to see other clubs other than the sort of top six or yeah. the big six, whatever you want to call them, uh, getting into Europe. How far can you go this season, <laughs> do you think? I, I mean, mean, the I, table is a bit I, of a joke at yeah. the moment because nobody's played the same number of games. So it's all over the place. Yeah, I mean, we've got a couple of games in hand as well. One of them being mm. Watford, one of them being Arsenal. So, again, probably going to be two completely different games. I've been asked this question about 10 times already today. Where where can Wolves go? And yeah. my answer I've been giving them is, ask me at the end of Feb once we've played West Ham yeah. and Arsenal. But if you yeah. press me for an answer, I think we can definitely get top seven. Um, yes. And... Yeah. That would to be us um, qualifying for the UEFA Conference League. Then I'd be all for it. Any any European trip for me, I'm I'm happy with. We we covered the Europa League. Uh, we're talking Wolves a couple of seasons ago. It's one of the best experiences I've ever I've ever I've ever done as a mm. as a Wolves fan growing up and mostly largely unsuccessful periods. It's just a dream to go away and and watch your team play in Europe and manage to fulfil that dream. And I want to make it a reality again. I mean, like you say, you can go down to seven. That's what I like to hear from sort of fans of clubs like Wolves and like Leicester. To us, the Europa Conference, like I say, is is it's a competition. It's Europe, you know. And if you win it, it's a trophy. 
what you know, I you know, you get like the Arsenal fans and Spurs fans to a point saying, No, we don't want the conference, I'd sooner not qualify for Europe than be in the conference. And I'm like, What were your head? I mean, what yeah. how can you not want to be in Europe, whatever it is? Yeah, they say it's a, a, a distraction, but if anything, going away, going away to Europe to watch going football and get pissed at with your mates is a welcome distraction, if you ask me. <laughs> you better, the season we're having, yes, it is. <laughs> but I mean, you've only lost uh, one in the last five. Um, yeah. uh, that was that was just one nil to Arsenal, and I'm, you never know what Arsenal are going to turn up. Let's be honest with you. Um, but you, you, you've got a good. Defense, you know, your you, your goals against is probably sort of oh, you you you're the same as Chelsea, one of the, the the least conceding teams in that top half, and that is what you want to, you know, that's the basis for 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 good games, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think solid defense is always a, a good place to start. But last season we were we were shipping goals for fun, and the back the back five hasn't hasn't changed at all, uh, apart from Kilman coming in. Um, mm. who's been revelation this season. Didn't get a look in under Nuno. Bruno's obviously seen something in him, and and rightly so. Cody's been magnificent. Samedo yes. looks a completely different player to last season. And Nate Nuri, really good going forward, really solid defensively too. And we're not scoring many goals, or at least we weren't, but we're seeming, seeming now to score a lot more goals. And like you said, one, one loss in the last five, but it's also six wins out of the last eight. And yes. that's... That's great form. I've just, I've just got a really bad feeling that we're gonna we're gonna tail off. Um, but you do as a as a fan of a, a club who yeah. haven't really hasn't really won much in the last 20, 30 years, you do you do feel like that. Um but my only kind of saving grace is we've had quite a lot of injuries, but the likes of uh, Johnny Otto's back now, Pedro Neto's back, Willie Bolly's back, uh Jerson Mosquera's back. We've got Huang's back as well. We've got pretty much a full-strength squad now for the first time in probably a year and a half. Mm. And Neto is, if you can get the Neto that we had before the injury, my God, we've got a player on our hands. So just hoping he can come back and um, fire. But it's going to find it difficult to get in the team, as bad as it sounds, because everyone's playing out the skin. The only player that's not really performing to the level is Jimenez, and he hasn't all season, which we kind of expected. And... Going back to, to Bruno, like you said, when he came in after Nuno, and what were your thoughts on him? Because he's not really sort of got a lot of managerial experience. Initially, we like we were, we were really excited because at Benfica, we played a, a four four two, massive emphasis on the the wide players kind of cutting inside, and the, the two strikers were almost like one was like your archetypal number nine, and someone else was like a second striker just playing just off the front man, yeah. and. We were like, great, because after playing five at the back last season, seeing how shit it was, we were like, great, it's going to be really attacking, real front foot football. And he came in, he, he stayed at the back five, and fans were almost like, well, we've been promised four at the back, which we haven't. We just thought because he's played it at Benfica, yes. was a better yeah. team probably in, in a, in a shitter league, that yes. that's what we were going to get. Um, but you could tell from the first three games, we didn't pick up a single point in the first three games. We played Spurs, uh, Man United, and someone else escapes me. It was a top team, though, and we absolutely battered them. And I mean, it was like, well, I think we had like 28 shots against United and we couldn't score. Mm. And then he tweaked yeah, it. I think we, we were the other team you were thinking of. Yeah, it was you. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> um, you know, and I just said a good team. So, as yeah, a, as no, a comment, I'll take yeah. that. I'll take um, that. <laughs> and then he tweaked it somewhat. I mean, it weren't great to watch, but it was getting results. Whereas now, 
it's almost like the perfect blend of defensive stability and and attacking fluidity. Yes. Uh, the bloke's done an, an amazing job. It's he, we are, and a lot of fans do get annoyed when I say this, but we are overachieving with the squad we've got and the resources been given. He's not really had a pot to piss in, really, in terms of spending money. Yeah. Um, and I think a, a a good coach will buy players to fit his system, but I think a world class coach will coach players that he's already got to fit his system. And I'm not saying he's world class after one season, but he's the, the job he's doing is is fantastic and we're lucky to have him. And watching the match, who who from sort of if anybody from Leicester sort of impressed you? Um Ricardo, the right back, I'm always impressed when I see him. Um yeah. Portuguese lad, I'm surprised he hasn't ended up at Wolves. I was gonna uh, say at some point, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. He's he, he's a really good player again. He's been out with injuries, but looks kind of the the the, the Ricardo of, of of previous. Um yeah. I'm always impressed with Tillemans. I think he's got absolutely everything to go to the top. Wolves had the option to sign him. It's a bit of a nugget for you before he went to Leicester. Um, and Nuno turned it down, which again I'll never forgive him for. Um, <laughs> thought Madison looked looked good when he came on, but mm. apart from that, I don't think there was I don't think there was anyone outstanding. I don't think mm. there was anyone outstanding from Wolves. I thought Pedenz had a good game. I thought he looked him and Tillemans looked kind of a level above everyone else. But if I if if you said to me you can have one player from Leicester, it'd be Tillemans. I think I think yeah. everybody would, would take yeah. him, and I think he's. I mean, Pierre Ricardo's just signed a new contract, so that's good news. Tillemans, like I say, isn't, but um, we kind of gathered that when you haven't signed a contract for twelve months, you kind of know which way that negotiations yeah. going. Um, but um, just before, before we finish, because I'm just watching the time here for you. Give me predictions for who you think is going to win the league because it's opened up a little bit again now, hasn't it? Yeah, I think I think City. I really mm. do. I think the last time that City lost was I think Crystal Palace in maybe October, and then I went on a fourteen um, win run. So I think yeah. I think it was a little blip against Spurs. I think Spurs can turn most teams over. I mean, when we played them, we beat them two 0 uh, last weekend. Yeah. You can see that they've got. Like they've got the ability to cut open anybody, mm. but against us, it just was that they'd had a bad day in the office and we were really good. So I wasn't surprised with the with the city result, but City will come back stronger. They yeah. won't. They, I guarantee they won't get beat following following the City game, uh, following the Spurs game. I, no. I guarantee you they won't. Um, so for me, it'll be City. But it's I mean from a from a neutral point of view, I haven't really got a, a, a horse in the race because Wolves aren't going to win the league. Um, so I just want Man City and Liverpool to keep winning because they're going to be coming up the likes of West Ham, Arsenal. So as long as, as long as they're beating them, I don't really care. It, it, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it has yeah. made it more excited. My choice at the start of the season was Chelsea. They've let me down, but I think, uh, like you say, I think Man City will hold on. And finally, three to go down. Is it the three that are there at the moment? And so Norwich, Burnley, Watford, or again, this this changes on like a a week by week basis, and it's so it's so tight at the bottom. I think Norwich maybe left it too little, too late. I think I think Watford will go down, and it's going to be a little bit left field. But I think Leeds will go down. Really? Wow! I said that at the start of the season. I just you always get the I don't like the term second season syndrome. I think it I think it's lazy. I think it's a cliche, but yeah, you always find that, especially against you know the way that they play, so high energy, so kind of 
all over the place. And last season, uh, not many teams played like it. And that's why they did so well. It was almost like, well, this is unknown. But yeah. I think teams have learned a little bit now how to play Leeds. If you go from man for man, um, or, or, or you, you have fluidity within your attack because they everything they do is man to man. So if you're constantly moving around on the pitch, especially the front three, which is where we've done well against in the past couple of seasons, yeah. I think that's how you beat them. And they've had horrid luck, just like Leicester with injuries, Calvin Phillips from Bamford, you know, to their spine. I just yeah. think... I just think they'll. I just think they'll go down. Um, so for me, Watford, Norwich, and Leeds. My, my my brother from another mother, Dan, who's a Burnley fan, will love you. <laughs> I think I have enough. I, I really do. I mean, I've been the dicing with death the past few seasons, but yeah, I, I think to get rid of Wood and get an upgrade in in Veghorst, I think mm. uh, you know the result of the weekend was fantastic as well. And yeah, they've got. They'd rather be in. In Everton's position or leads in positions with the points on the board, but they've got they've got two or three games in hand, and yeah, yeah. you know if anyone can shit out, so we're not have anywhere at Sean Dyche. So yeah, I must admit, looking at it, I I thought yeah they had all these games in hand, but they haven't been winning, and and so there's no guarantee. But after the performance at the weekend, yeah, they may they may just be starting to turn it round now. Um, Matt, thank you so much for coming on. Um, no problem, it's, been, it's been a pleasure again. I mean, your details are in the description on YouTube below, but just give a shout out where people again can find you. Yeah. So it's M Cooper Wright on Twitter, so that's M Cooper R W I T E S and Talking Wolves if you want to follow the channel. But thanks for having me on, mate. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. And like I say, taking rivalry aside, I hope you do well, get into Europe, and have a good run, mate. Thank you, mate. I hope you win the cup. <laughs> <laughs> thanks a lot. Take care. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Bye-bye. Oh, thanks to Matt there. He's got to rush off. Uh, he has got another show uh, in about three minutes, bless him. Um, it's always nice to hear from the other side after a, after a match. Um, it's tough when you've lost, but we have the performance. But is that enough to save Rogers? I mean, as you know, anybody that's been listening to me and following me this this season on the shows, you'll know my thoughts on Roger, on Roger, on Rogers. Um, you know, he, he's got to be given time. You know, you've got to judge him when he's got a fully fit team because we know when we've got a fully t- fit team. Can't get my words out tonight. What he can do. You know, look at the last two seasons. Uh, and should he not be given time to turn it round? I agree, you know. People say, well, you know, we didn't give Ranieri time, but we were dicing with relegation. If that changes, then we have to look at the whole thing, of course. Uh, but if you think he should be, Roger should be in or Roger should be out, as it says below there, join us Tuesday night for a special Roger's In or Out show at 7pm. You could even believe I was reading that, couldn't you? Being joined by Jason, who is oh, definitely a Roger's out. I think he'd buy him his ticket and, uh, and, and drive him to the train station, to be honest with you. So um, if you agree or disagree with him, join me tomorrow at 7 and um, we will have a chat about it then. In the meantime, would you just do this for me? Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Yeah, just give us a subscribe if you're not yet on YouTube. It does help. Thank you very much for doing that. I'm going to be back at nine o'clock. 
with the aforementioned uh, brother from another mother, Dan. Um, we'll be doing the weekend roundup where we'll be looking at all the weekend's games. It was a good one for Burnley. It wasn't so good for Leicester, but we'll be looking at uh, all the weekend's games at nine o'clock tonight. So join me then. Thanks a lot for joining me now. If you've been watching, um, I say YouTube, Leicester Till I Die TV, at Leicester TID Twitter, uh, Leicester Till I Die 1 on the old Instagram. And listening on podcast, if you are on Catch Up, thank you so much for doing that as well. Amazon, Apple, Google, Spotify, Podcast Addict, just to name five. I will see you at 9 o'clock with Dan. Take care, stay safe. And remember, as I always say, don't do anything I wouldn't enjoy. Goodbye now. Lester Till I Die podcasts on the Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, Anchor, and all podcast platforms. The Lester Till I Die shop is now open. For all your Lester Till I Die merchandise, visit the Lester Till I Die shop at our website. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.